there's an aura of silence because you know uh, we don't want village people to to happen to your plans. And let's be honest, let's leave village people. Village people are just chilling in the village, having a swell time, eating their. No, Ada just told us that she has exhibited village people. <laughs> village people people. <laughs> I have, oh, I have. I'll even lie. But yeah, so we've agreed that Jackpot affects economy, Jackpot affects all of that. But let's talk about the good parts of Jackpot and love. Ever wondered what's up with weight, marriage, kids, love, friendship, and money? Well, we're three peers in a podcast and we want to know what's up with everything. And we mean everything. Your hosts are Adventurous Ada, Spontaneous Simi, mm-hmm. and Tenacious Tewo. And we ask you to join us as we figure things out. You can, you can find, find us, us on, on Apple, Spotify, and Instagram at 3 Ps in a Podcast. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of 3 Ps. Hi. How are you doing? Hi, Simi. Hi, Tewo. Hi. How's good. We're doing good. We are in the 12th month of good, the good. year. So we are at the end of the year. Wow. It's been nine months since we started this project. Already. Of our labor of love. How time flies. Just, right, 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 right. How, how's everyone? Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. How are you pushing through the end of the year with work and life and Lagos and all the things in between? So, so. So, so. Exactly, so, so. So, you know, there's a, there's a whole phenomenon going on. It's always been going on since time memorial, since the days of people in Exodus, but we are experiencing a mass exodus in Nigeria, a.k.a. Jakwa. So we decided to bring it to Three Peas in a Podcast, just to talk about it, because, you know, um, I saw a meme the other day, and I shared it with two of my best friends, where it says um, it's a very irritating phenomenon where you have to plan your hangout with your friends based on whether they have a visa or whether you have access to that country because we all know Jackpot is a thing. So we're going to be talking about Jackpot today and how it's really just defining and shaping the way relationships happen, work relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, relationships with our parents. I know Ada has spoken to us in the past about how her dad resides in America. So she too is a living experience of the Jackpot syndrome. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and really where we're going with this because it doesn't look like it's going to get any better. I saw a statistic where it said between Mar- um, May of 2020 and now, a ridiculous have left um, Nigeria government came into power and they, they're mostly in our generation. So we're just going to talk about it. I trust you ladies to give it as much color and life especially because this topic really hits home. So over to you, ladies. Let's scratch the surface before we get into the holes of what's going on with Jackpa. So let's go, ladies. Um, I don't know about like you girls, but it sounds like to me might have the same experience. I have two friend groups now. We used to be one big group. And now we now have UK vision. So those are the ones that when somebody is celebrating something in the UK, they are the ones that have to show up in person because they are the ones that are there. Then we have ones in Lagos that cheer on from Lagos. Then we have, of course, the group in Lagos that makes it um, important to hang out in Lagos and still keep 
the people in the UK in the loop. It, it gets exhausting sometimes. I'm not even going to joke. And now it's extending to the US. So it's just confusion all around. And very soon, my best friend is going to relocate to the US as a result of you know, marriage and all of that. And I'm not okay. So I, I don't know. Like people, <laughs> people that have lost, you know, their actual best friends and all of that to this like relocation thing. I don't know. Like my friends still make it a thing to keep in touch. We missed the major wedding that we would that would happen in Lagos um, if, you know, she was in Lagos. It, it, it's just so many things. And like the cost of I am in a life where you know how you can say, okay, one person can come. Four people had that like the logistics, you know, not more, more passports all around you know just put me your okay tell you said something that really hits me it's not a very it wasn't a very very unique or novel statement but you said we are not okay and i like that you said we are not okay because a lot of times um there's this mystery of silence when you start the whole process of i'm about to jack i'm about to jack and then Ultimately, your friends bring it on you that, oh, I'm having a going away party and you're like, wait, you're leaving me. What's going on? So we are definitely not okay. And I, I agree with you because um, I'm in a long distance relationship with my best friend, who's been my best friend since I was a child. And um, I can tell you from her own end, she didn't jack back. She's been in America. I'm the one who moved back to Nigeria. But... um. She's in a, what she calls a, a bondage relationship with America because she's waiting for her papers. So even though she hasn't, she didn't jack back, she's in a country that she cannot leave until she gets her legal documentation. And it's just stifling her, uh, I'll say stifling her relationship, but it's also stifling her ability to be mobile, to do things. So she feels like the opposite of jack back, which is something that maybe we'll discuss later. But I, Ada, you wanted to talk about the topic as well before we yes. get into it more yeah, so um, this whole jackpot thing, I don't know. We're not going to feel the effect of it all until, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe in like five, ten years. That's when Nigeria is really going to feel the effects because the number of people that are leaving and it's not just any kind of people. It's like super smart people. These are the people that you need in the country. These are the future, you know, they're leaving. And it's going to take a lot of convincing for them to come back here because who wants to, you know, I mean, the main reason why they're living in the first place is because they're trying to get like greener pastures, whatever that may mean for them. So who wants to leave that type of environment to come back here when really nothing is functioning as it should be functioning? You know, a lot of times people reach out to me and say they cannot believe that I'm still here. Me, myself, that I'm talking to you, I also can't believe that I'm still here because I honestly don't know what's keeping me back. But I know for sure that maybe when I do find an opportunity that I consider very appropriate, very, you know, full of ease, nobody's going to ask me twice. So I fully understand and I fully support anybody that wants to leave because trust me, conditions are not... They're not very favorable. I mean, they might be favorable for some people, but for the larger majority, it's it's really not. And I don't know, for me, I'd advise any graduates, you know, 
that knows their onions and that wants a better future for themselves. If you have the opportunity to leave, please don't think twice. Family will be all right. Your friends will be fine. Thank God for technological devices now. You can always keep in touch. You don't have to see and hug all the time, although those things are very, very important, right? But trust me, there's also the beauty of catching up, of meeting like after a couple of years. There's always that, you know, oh, I've missed you, that camaraderie, you guys are coming together. You're talking about like times past. Moreover, don't forget that even if there wasn't this jackpot wave, right? 10 children cannot play for 10 years. Is it 10 or 20? 20 children cannot play together for 20 years. So there would always be one person moving or leaving. So I feel like people shouldn't really, you know, it's painful. It's very, very painful. But don't think about it too much. Allow yourself. (laughs) There's something I always say that human beings are not, we're not trees. We were made to move, you know. So I always encourage people, if you feel like, you know, there's a better opportunity for you somewhere, anywhere. Take it, you know, take it, do better, spread your wings, fly, just fly. You know, I feel like Nigeria is not giving us as much opportunity to fly as we want. So please, oh, for me, I don't know about anybody else. If you have the opportunity, just carry your green passports and go and look for more passports or look for a stronger passport out there. So, yeah. That's what I wanted to say. I also have like an an example of how this whole jackpot thing is not as favorable. I mean, let me not say favorable. favorable. Let me say it's not as, you know, easy as people paint it to be. Yes, nothing in life is easy, but... I was actually going to add... Exactly. Um, so maybe when we get there, I'll, I'll give that example. Uh, so it's good you mentioned because I can actually segue to that because there's this optic of the assumption of you move from here to there and things almost feel like a light bulb, like a light bulb switch, excuse yeah. me. I saw, I don't know if it was sarcasm or if it was um, based in truth, where a guy posted that um, he's shocked about how after two months of living in Canada, he can't afford to buy a house in Lakey that he had assumed. Yes, I saw this on Insta vlog. But you know Insta vlog is he joking? <laughs> it's laughing. So he said, uh, and I could said, he was shocked that, you know, he thought he would have mine enough after two months of moving to Canada to be able to buy a house in phase one. And I'm just like, uh, okay. But you understand uh, that a lot of a lot of Nigerians have this quick, like get rich quick mentality. I don't know why we have that thing in us. But you know, that get, that get rich quick mentality is... I think this guy's own might have been sarcasm. I, I, for his, for his sanity, I, I hope it's sarcasm. But... <laughs> <laughs> To pick up from the concept of um, get rich quick schemes that the average Nigerian, um, and I think it's also a, a product of heavy, heavy social media presence and influence, because um, we see these people that go on all these shows um, or these very popular television programs and how they are they are towing in a Range Rover for doing XYZ in two weeks or 90 days. And so you all, use your chest now. Say we are talking about <laughs> partisan shares. But, <laughs> but so um, I get that mindset. And then also, um, let me not just use those people. Uh, our politicians, they live very lavishly. They live very ostentatiously. They go to places that we can only dream of going in our sleep. 
and um, they spend, obviously, they're spending good money. I can imagine that uh, the people who went to COP28, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they did not go there and collect $60 for accommodation per night. They probably collected money that feed a whole. Exactly. You, you said you don't have sense. Use your use your your street mind. Don't use your church mind for this matter. So the the philosophy of getting rich quick will not just leave you because you are now in a cold environment. People still believe that ah, it's my turn for it to favor me. Exactly. Or how do they say that? Yes. So. so I imagine that people will get to some of these um, places that they've gone to and assume that things will pick up immediately. And I've heard a lot about the concept of survival jobs. So people go to foreign countries and they find that the reality of their initial stay is they have to get a job to literally survive. Yeah. Which, if we use the analogy of where I started with, where I said the great exodus, the children of Israel, when they left Egypt, they did not it's have a biblical a, reference. I love it. They did not have a swell time for a very, very long time. And I'm not saying that Anybody who jackpots should expect to go and suffer. But I'm saying sometimes it takes time to build things. It takes yeah. time for you to exercise, even just to get to meet people, get to understand the culture. Yeah. If you've jackpots and you've never ever experienced winter, it can be the most jarring experience for you to see snow. Snow is cute when you look at it in a Christmas movie, but when you feel it and you can't feel your fingers or you can't feel your nose or you can't open your eyes because it's so cold, those are the ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジャパンは、ジ
you know, calls Nigeria that please, if you guys can help me, send me anything. This is somebody that's abroad. So you like, you know, like from here, when we hear people are abroad, we're thinking, oh, at least they're making money. But a lot of people are suffering, oh. They're seriously suffering. They're biting the dust. Anyway, the long and short of the story now is that she has to, you know, move back to Nigeria if she's not able to secure a job. She's done with her MBA. Okay. And obviously, most of these French people, they're not going to give you a job if you can't speak French. So I don't even know how she's going to do it, to be honest. She might as well go and start looking for a man to marry because I honestly don't know how she's going to cope. When she calls me and she's distraught and crying, there's nothing I can do but tell her, you know, sorry, pray for her. There's really nothing. So my advice here is, guys, I understand that the situation of things is really, really bad, right? But still, don't be too desperate. In everything we're doing in this life, don't be desperate. Don't think, oh, you know, I, I need to do this thing ASAP or maybe I'm going to die or I'm going to perish. No, you're not going to perish. Just wait for the best time possible. Choose the best options possible. Because right now, like... Strike when the iron is hot. Not... Do you understand? Yes. When the iron is hot, like, just choose the best opportunity. You know, so like it's it's really sad that and even we've been hearing a lot of things like people in the UK, people in Canada sleeping in homeless shelter. Like, why are you doing that here in Nigeria? Yes, things are bad, but like at least you're not sleeping under the bridge. Why would you go to another man's country and be sleeping just anyhow in a homeless shelter or in some tent or whatever or at the bus stop? I'm hearing that people are even sleeping at the bus stop. People are begging for jobs, any kind of job. Let them just do. The other day, I saw somebody just crying, regretting that she's packing someone's poo. Bro, what did you think you were going to go and do when you get there? You, you didn't get a job, nothing. So that's why, like, it's very, very important to plan. Very, very important. Even if you're going through the whole school routes, right? Make sure that your course is something that when you're done, you're going to find something ASAP. If not, you are going to pack poo. It's, that's just how it is. I can't say you're going to pack poo. <laughs> so but yes, poo. you raised something very profound that we never discuss because it seems like a one-way ticket. Yes. Um, the fact is, um, when people jackpot, is it socially unacceptable for you to return if you go and you discover that things are not working out for you, you then are eternal. <laughs> it's shameful. I tell you why. I have a friend. I, I will not give much details about her life, but let's just say she was really thriving in Nigeria. Okay. But she made it a multi-year-long commitment to Jackpot, even though she had lived abroad, came back to Nigeria, but she was determined to go back because I think she wants a, a second passport. Okay. Now, the condition of her stay since she left, initially start, it started as a high climb off a cliff and then a very sharp decline in a span of like 18 months. Now, within the 18 to 20 months since she's been gone, she's been back home twice. And you can imagine, if you're actually looking for a passport, that's not a good for you because they count the number of days you're away for and all of that and it slows down the process. It doesn't remove you from eligibility. It just slows down how quickly you can get a passport. But for me, in my head, what I'm thinking is it seems like 
this experience is no longer working out for you or this mission is no longer serving the purpose because if in a calendar year you've been gone for less than 18 months, you've been back two times and you've been back for multiple months in the two years, not because, and I know from classified information, it's because of work or lack of work, then should come back and just say, oh, well, this was a failed project. It's like starting a business, you fail and you call it quits and then you decide, you know what, let me start something else again. So is it socially unacceptable to be like, you know what, this Jack Party, it works for some people, but you like say, me, my own head, you know, carry. <laughs> or you just have to just be like, yes, I must do it at all costs. Because I, I, I'm literally just wondering, like, at what point do you say, I'll accept this, whatever it is, like you said, I will pack poo. Because packing poo for Yimbo people is not the same as packing poo for your for your grandma or your auntie. Yeah, so. It's not the same. The dignity is... I'm not saying that poo is not still poo, but... Ah, <laughs> when you're like, man, so I can When you have it. to do it because of money, like, oh, if I don't do this, I won't eat. It's more de- yeah. dehumanizing. Yeah. So I wonder, and and that's... Sort, obviously, we, we don't have the answer because we've never been in the situation where... We've jackpot and we are oh anything first of all as a disclaimer, maybe I should have said it from the anything we say is just opinions of people who are on ground, yeah. who are experiencing people. We have never tried it. We are not the best specimen. So when anything we're saying here is not we're not giving you professional advice on how to jackpot or whether you should jackpot. We're just giving you our own sentiments on how we are observing it as people who are living with people who are either jackpotting, considering it, or have done it. So that's one angle. But one one I really want to talk about because um, I'm seeing it happen very prevalent, especially for young families, is a situation where there's partial jackpot. Mm. So you see maybe the mother and the children will go, and then the father will stay here, and they're running two households. Maybe the kids are somewhere between primary school and university and the father is here in Nigeria hustling, maybe doing contracts, working, doing multiple things to support a home. And for me as a woman or as someone who likes to count coins, I, I find it very financially senseless. Yeah. Let me just use because I'm like, you're running a dollar in you're running a dollar home. But do you know the funny thing? That's not a new thing, apparently. It's, it's always it's, been yeah, it's always, it's been always been there. But I'm finally beginning to appreciate it because now people who are my age are doing it where the daddies in Nigeria, the mommy and the children abroad, they are maintaining two homes, one denominated in foreign currency and one denominated in Naira, but to my knowledge, that in Naira, it is very volatile. So, yeah. But then for me, it's the, the family unit and the family relationship is where I want to, I want you ladies to chime in and just discuss because I can't imagine having a partner I don't see very often. Mm. I, I feel like I'm in the best position to speak on this because of my family dynamics. So like Simi said earlier, my dad doesn't live in Nigeria, right? Exactly. Although he does... That's what I was meant to say. Yeah, he does speak to everyone very often. We talk like every day. I haven't spoke to him before coming out here. But I mean, it's, it can never be the same as when you live with your 
parents. But I mean, I'm grown. So really, even if I were not, even if he were here and maybe I was married or something, I probably wouldn't be seeing him that often. Um, but that's on the one hand. Then on the other hand, of course, he has like really young children that need him and his attention, right? But sometimes, you know, economic people's economic situations are not always the same. Some people are able to work in Nigeria and fully provide for their family to the extent that they really want to. While some other people can only do it, you know, in like dollar denominations, like Simi said. So if that's what works for you, I mean, you all you have to do is just continue to put your family in prayers. Me, I always say that one because even parents that are here with their children, their children still to spoil you. Yes. So... <laughs> It's just constant prayers. I used to keep children, all right? So just do your work, train them, you know, and just keep continuing to put them, you know, in prayers that they will not spoil. The one that is the most draining for me is like when the children are very, very young. I feel at that point, it's it's not fair to separate families, right? So when children are very young, at least from like one to 10 years, mm -mm, it's not really fair. And I know some families that it happens to, you can't really fault anybody, like I said, because people's economic situations are different. But if I'm going to advise anybody, I don't think it's fair, especially not on the children. Children need, you know, both the parents, they need to be putting in all the efforts, not just in, you know, providing, but like there's something that emotional connection does to a human being. We're not animals. That's why, like, we're people. So when you remove that emotional connection from a child, it affects them. That's why pe some people are not able to form good relationships, right? So it's, I, in my opinion, no, I don't think there's any valid reason to separate families, especially when the children are very, very young. It's it's a bit unfair to them. Would you say valid reason or would you just say it's not the ideal situation? Because some people do have what you might refer to as valid reasons if we were in their situations. That's what I'm saying. That this is just me trying to play. Yeah, mm -hmm. I understand. And I already mentioned it, that people's um, economic situations differ, right? Yeah. So, but if if you have to go, then you must bridge the gap at some point. It cannot be for long periods. That's what I'm trying to say. So if mm. you have to go and you absolutely have to leave your family, right? One year, two years, three years max, make a way for them to join you wherever you are. Do you understand? These things, it's just, may God not, you know, That's what put I'm saying. me in a... Yeah. And it's the way I genuinely feel about the entire Jaffa thing. It's a, I hope that I'm never in the situation where it's a life or death thing for me because a lot of people do genuinely feel that way and that's why they take the decisions that they wouldn't normally take on any God-given day. Um, there's also the consideration of mindset. So some people genuinely believe they cannot make it here in Nigeria. No matter how well they're doing how cool things are it's just a it's a mindset thing right yeah yeah and this is bearing in mind you know all that you girls have said i think no one ever has the full story and one thing i think we all acknowledge and we all agree on is that systems work in those countries that people are moving to there are systems that work 
God forbid you find yourself in this situation where you need access to quick health care, to good health care, you need access to certain things. The system works. If you put in the hard work, if you um, keep your credit up, you can own a home in how many years? I don't know, really. Like, I don't see myself, you know, moving anytime soon. I do feel empathy for those who feel the need to. I also acknowledge the reasons why people do. But then I agree with you, Ada, on the fact separating families and just like separating families is really not my cup of tea i i don't i wouldn't want to raise my family that way i wouldn't want a situation where i am somewhere the dad is somewhere you know chasing greener pastures and then we now have kids living with one parent it's just not ideal um for me so i think i agree with you girls on that count i think but hey people are forced to do it for various reasons and i wish them well and i hope that their families are stronger because of it yeah I feel the same way. Okay, so there was something that I wanted to talk about because when we talk about Jack Bar, we tend to talk about it from a very personal standpoint and all of that. Um, I'm going to, for a change, give us a personal story of mine and how um, Jack Bar affected me. Not, I didn't think it was a personal thing, but it became a personal thing. And I'll talk about Jack Bar in the healthcare sector. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> In July, I had a struggle with anemia, or I had a crisis, let me put it that way. Not July, end of June, excuse me, early July, end of June. The doctor who was treating me then gave me some meds and just said, you know what, take it for like two months, you'll be fine. And I wound up in the hospital at the end of November again, same crisis. And the doctor who saw me in November is now a new doctor, new set of doctors, completely new medical team in the hospital because all the doctors and nurses who were there they have jackpot yes except for like the matron and the consultant had all jackpot and the doctor said the consultant i saw who is a consultant last week because they had to call him in and i had to pay and i'm him for only about 15 minutes said the doctor who you saw in july really should have told you you needed one a blood transfusion to and to have an emergency surgery but then continuity because the whole team who I saw in June, they are no longer there. Wow. And now I have explaining my situation all while losing blood, probably worsening my life. If, I, if not, that they decided to just bring in a senior doctor to see me. And for me, it's just like we have reached a point where. If you think jackpot is, ah, somebody just wants to go and look for greener pastures and enjoy winter or get a new passport, it's affecting us as a society. The fact that there was no continuity and nobody to hand the baton for my care from June of 2023 to November of 2020, that's how many months, June, July, August, September, October, six months, it shows that we for want of a better word, deep sheets as exactly. a nation. You remember yeah? when I said something about us feeling the effect in five to ten years? We're already feeling it now. We're already feeling it now. Because really, it's it's the best brains that are living. Doctors are living. Nurses are living. Lawyers are living. Pharmacists. Name it. They're all living. Because really, you cannot be saying that, you know, education is the key. About- Yes, you go to in school, you spend so much money, so, so much time in school. And then when you're done, you, it, there's no real value for the knowledge that you have. It doesn't make any sense. Another sector that we're not talking about, but it is really, really happening. The jackpot phenomenon is the banking sector. 
I'll give another experience of something that happened to me that was just, I want to say abysmal. Let me use that word. I had a banking manager, or what they call it, account officer. And this guy was very hands-on, very useful, very, you know, banking in Nigeria sometimes, I don't know why, but you have to have like a face that you can hold accountable for things that happen to your account. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On this particular instance, I was messaging, I said, ah, this Bolaji, I can't reach Bolaji, I can't reach Bolaji, I can't reach Bolaji. Next thing I got a couple of emails that my new person, Monica, and Monica is the new account officer. Okay, Monica, good. At least, <laughs> I don't know why Bolaji just appeared, but okay, Bolaji has the right to charge the cost of his life. But do you know what Monica did? There was a, an outstanding loan I took out for someone that was supposed to be paid and liquidated. Well, Monica didn't tell me that. The bank unilaterally decided to change the terms of the borrowing uh, agreement, either increase the interest or something. So I was owing, me thinking that I paid off the entirety of the loan because I was on course, just flipped it. But because I didn't have anybody to speak to, and Monica was just being a, I want to say a hole with her job. I was penalized, heavily penalized, and somewhere on the record he said, "Oh, you should have known because your account manager should have communicated with you." Well, that was the time between when the old account manager Jackpad and the new account manager took over, but she failed to communicate That's with fine, me. Yeah. So just all kinds of things. So if we think that oh, people, yeah, sure, it's coming. We'll get to Yeah, and coming to us in a way that. We will not have a say. We will not have control. We will just have to receive whatever it is and just. Really you know what? It's it's so it's so crazy. A friend of mine called me that he was going to even like to get his transcripts, and like the person that has been helping him with it and everything, he was supposed to see her. Like at the time he called me, he was saying that you know he was supposed to see her the week before, but he couldn't find the time. And um, he's going to see her this week. Like he left, but he's been leaving her messages for the past day that he haven't spoken since that last week. But then he's been leaving her messages um, since the day before he decided to go, hoping that he could tell her he was coming. And that, but she hasn't responded. Only for him to get to the office. They say she wasn't there. And he's like, okay, well, I'm good. I'll call her later. Then she sends him a message in the night and says, oh, apologies. She has moved to the UK. <laughs> The weekend before. Wow. Yes, now. That's why she wanted him to come the week before. And he's wondering, I don't understand what's (laughs) going on. Like, how? And you remember earlier when I was saying that, yeah, that that comes with an aura of silence. It does. It does. Did you see that? You guys. A magistrate, they came to sit in court and they said, that the magistrate is not here because the magistrate has that Yes, I Can saw imagine? that. Okay, so you guys, let me say something real quick, right? Today, my dad was talking to me about my cousin who just jackpot. So he didn't tell anybody, like all of our extended relatives. In fact, he didn't even tell my dad, right? And he's my direct cousin. That's my dad's brother's child, right? He didn't tell anybody. Okay, but he told me and he told some other people in my nuclear family that he was going to, I think he's going to the US. So my dad now called me today and, you know, he was very, very upset. Why won't he tell me that he's traveling? He also didn't even tell Auntie Ngozi that he's traveling and some other aunties. I was like, ah, if I were the one to, I'll not tell anybody because <laughs> you don't know who has bad mind. <laughs> 
me why. So my, my is dad, it just the bad mind? Wait now. So my dad was now saying something like, you know, we're Christians. We're Christians. You cannot be saying those things. Like we cannot be telling people that, you know, God is powerful. And then you still believe that, you know, somebody can have that kind of power over you. Yada, yada, yada. I said, okay, fine. I understand that. But for me, it's not just about the whole bad mind thing. Right. I just feel like sometimes people don't wish the best for you, especially when they also want to do that thing that you want to do. But because you're doing it first in their mind, they just don't want it to work. And the mm. reason why I believe this thing. Right. Let me be honest here. Mm? When I was younger, this might sound very, very foolish and stupid, but <laughs> I honestly and sincerely believe that if somebody wishes something not to work in their hearts, it will not work. The reason I say this is because when I was younger and I, I didn't understand the ways of the world and I, I didn't understand empathy and I was a bit more selfish, right? Some things were happening in my, in my, like in my immediate environment and I'll be like, mm, you're not going to get this thing. I promise you in my mind and guess what it didn't work for the person so i believe that some people they can say that kind of thing in their mind and it would thwart all your plans so yeah i believe it though i believe that people's minds are very very strong and if they wish for you that something is not going to work it might not work so what's the point telling them it's better when you finish doing what you want to do you know announce you guys oh i'm jack Bauer. <laughs> You guys saw that screenshot that was going around now of like a conversation between friends where one friend reaches out to the other and is like, ah, guy, I beg no vaccine, no hear from me that things have been going on. We actually relocated and just landed in the UK two days ago. And he's sorry that he didn't tell that friend and all of that. And friend was like, ah, where I go be where I go vex? I don't day here for two weeks. <laughs> I don't tell anybody. <laughs> and I don't know why it just went like I hope those people don't think they're friends at least from mm, but I don't friends. know like Taba. they're friends I mean I wouldn't feel any no. type of way if my friend no, tells Ada, me let that. me rephrase let yeah. me rephrase. rephrase or let me put it in context mm. so it's like me not telling you and see me that I was relocating ah. come on do you think I'm going to vex no, but uh-uh. come, like I'm just come on I like, understand I, I don't know completely I so like you just you guys just called me oh let's schedule a recording and I'm like ah girls I'm so sorry oh I just landed in here <laughs> I, I don't know how like how like I mean I mean I'll smile with one eye there is no understanding me I will not understand let I'll me just say sure. there because Ada is acting like she she can do it to us I will not understand <laughs> oh my god you guys please don't kill me like we've got in abroad hilarious because uh, she's here she's one of those who she's of the school of thought of we die here but she always posts and says yes another jackpot dinner i'm not allowed to post on today buddy so yes i think there's an there's an aura of silence because you know uh, we don't want village people to to happen to your plans and let's be honest let's leave village people village people are just chilling in the village Having a swell time, eating their... No, Ada just told us that she has exhibited village people. <laughs> I have, oh, I have, I won't even lie. But yeah, so we've agreed that Jackpa affects economy, Jackpa affects all of that. But let's talk about the good parts of Jackpa and love. Because there's something I'm noticing a lot these days. Because um, 
that part is kind of helping, and I, I, I maybe I should save this as an unpopular opinion, but that part is helping our um, our single ministry in Nigeria. And let me land at that because I can see your face. Uh-huh. Let me land where I'm going with this point. Apparently, um, people in their abroad or in some some abroads, they when they get abroad, they see each other and they're like, oh, you are here, you are here. They don't want to date each other. So uh-huh. you find a situation where. A lot of people who are in the overs, and I'm not using any empirical data. This is just I see it on Juru, I see it on Insta blog, I see it with my friends. Where there is maybe a, a gentleman who lives abroad and he comes and he dates a woman based in Nigeria, or a woman who lives abroad and comes and dates somebody in Nigeria because they are Jackpa. Yes. So maybe there's some there's, there's some, some good in there. That you know, because I'm noticing a lot of that. And maybe it's the age group I'm in because I'm in the age group of mid to late. The people who I would date or the people who are dating and mine in my circle are within their mid to late 30s. So maybe they're more likely to be fueled by some desperation or <laughs> some sense of urgency. Yeah, so let's be honest. Some people, they just wake up and they're like, I need to get married now. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why is, it, why is there so much urgency? So you just see a guy who is in, let's pick a random say Texas, who says, auntie, please help me, introduce me to a babe. And it's like, ah, there's one young girl in my church. She's always, she's a very nice girl. She has nice hips. All those stupid things that an uncle say that they're just like making you roll your eyes. But then the next thing, they introduce themselves. Three months later, they're married. So... Maybe Jackpot is, is not it's not so bad after all. It's not but, so know, there are always I advantages and disadvantages I, to these things. I find the, the sunlight in this uh, cloud because if anybody who listens to this episode will just be like ah, these people, they are self, they too do. But definitely there's some of that. I mean, there's there's the Nigerians are going out in the world and they are doing great things, achieving great feats. But I, we know by this podcast and we like to talk about love and all. Exactly. So let's let's talk about that. The ones I'm even noticing is like um, the people, you know, there's been maybe like Simi said, this is not data, this is just my own sphere of influence. But you know how there's been like interracial marriages, yes. So like there's been a lot of, you know, black babes with white dudes. Black guys with white dudes. I love you for them because it just, and I think it's just facts really that when you live in a certain locality and you move somewhere else, you are more open to the experiences. So you're not jaded, well, not completely, by like the experiences that you had, you know, up until that moment. You're willing to try new things, at least for the first few years. And in that space of time, if you meet someone, Bumble is a whole different ballgame. So I've heard. Because one of my very good friends met her husband on Bumble <laughs> um, after she relocated. And, you know, it's just like, like you are just, it's a whole different dating scene. Um, except, of course, if you go to the UK where, you know, Nigerian boys are just worse off. But yeah, I think there's that. And I think that's like, you know, a good thing. But of course, like Simi said, you know, Nigerians are doing global things. There's nowhere. I was talking to someone and then, you know, we're discussing how, I think the owner of Epis was offering to get a plane to evacuate people from Israel back home. And, you know, the person made a comment as to what are Nigerians doing in Israel? <laughs> and it just goes to show we are everywhere. Nigerians are in every not, single corner of the world. Lord have mercy on us. Like, Omoros Island, one of those tiny eh, we did there. Ah, God, it's so painful. And selling is for 40 pounds. 
wow but we are such citizens of the world like i love it for us and i'm you know it's just one of those things that we can thrive anywhere we can adapt to anything and i think you know it's both a good thing and a bad thing because it just means even in our own situation as shit gets tougher we just continue to adapt yeah and those people who can't adapt are the ones that are forced to look for greener pastures exactly um so yeah it's both the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I guess you can't take one without having the other. So God help us all. God help us yeah. all. Oh, you guys, yeah. this episode was very, very amazing. I have an unpopular opinion, but it's not an unpopular based on, it's an unpopular opinion based on just see me and see me alone's interactions. Yeah. The older you get, be very, very weary of a Jackpa long distance relationship. Mm, and why do you say so? <laughs> <laughs> and emphasis me what happened. And emphasis on the older you get. I'll just dial back to my 2020 experience. Yes. During the pandemic, I I was in a relationship with somebody only for me to discover that while while the relationship was blossoming on my own side at the very least, the person was preparing and planning their wedding to an African American woman. And the person wow. had been, Wow, 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 wow. To still be saying, um, you know, things where the situations were not that favorable, like trying to wow, be like, wow, wow. social media accounts with different accounts, and I keep blocking the person and they keep using new accounts to follow me and saying, um, when you're in town, I'll fly to wherever you are, just so that we can have like I can apologize face to face. I said, I don't need to apologize to you, apologize you apologize. So- Put that dedication into the marriage. So be very weary, especially as they get older. Um, if there are people that have jackpot ages ago and they don't make it a habit of coming to Nigeria, be very mindful of that as a flag. I don't know what color we will call it. I won't call it <laughs> any text. So who will say, okay, you know, maybe the person is just saving much. If any relationship that was founded based on you people being in separate but somebody does not want to move around anymore mm-hmm. don't take it as a serious relationship mm. especially if they are much older if they are fully rooted in maybe they are in America and you are here or whatever and that person does not want to cross borders you and all of that, that take notes yeah you are alone I think I is that color deeper than red? Um, because yes. this flag that ah yes. okay, take it as a black flag because this, <laughs> this color that they just painted. Yes. yes, but yeah, totally. Like I, I don't, I don't even believe. Like it is their time. I think I, I don't know. Like you know, it goes both ways. I think as be everything that we've said. But personally, I don't think long distance relationships are. You know, I don't think they thrive anymore. I don't know. I, I do not think they thrive they still anymore. Thrive, I it depends on the people involved. I, 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 don't I think everybody's helping each other mm, wherever they are. Mm. Ah, do you know what the internet does? If you're out of sight, you're out of sight, though. Forget it. Like, so many things are accessible to each and every one of us. But what am I? I'm not in a long-distance relationship, so I'm not your... I'm not the ideal person to talk. I'm just talking about my own experience. The stories I've heard. As someone who, who used to tolerate those things, nah. As I get older, I feel like 
30 plus and 40 plus men, they really like to be seeing their, their women running around their state. So if it's not you that's running, best be wearing their t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Running their Preach, sis. Preach. <laughs> I agree. I said I agree. And I drop I agree. my even close, even near distance, that you're in the same vicinity. Do you, do you other people are running in their space? Come mm-hmm. on, so have we mm-hmm. talked about long also. distance relationships on this podcast? Oh no, we'll talk about it next uh, time. We'll talk about it next time. We're going to talk about it. And on that note, thank you, ladies, for always. Thank you too, girly. Thank you, guys. Until the next time. Bye, peanuts. Ciao. thank you for listening to this episode guys we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did we're all about finding out what's up with all things life and if there's anything you'd like us to discuss please send us a dm on ig for a chance to listen to us figure it all out exo